Thrive, flourish, unleash your buried treasure. This is the Exponentially Empowered Podcast with Joel Bine. Through conscious action and authentic self-connection, empower yourself to write your own script. If you want to do what you love and bring fulfillment and do what makes you come alive, then quit doing what you hate. It's commonplace to say, oh, what do I love? I need to go pursue that. Which oftentimes is ambivalent. and You're not even sure how to do that. So flip it around and say, what am I doing right now that I really despise? Maybe it's just you hate your toothbrush because it's not soft enough. Just quit brushing your teeth with a really hard toothbrush and buy a nice toothbrush for a few bucks more and increase the quality of your life because you eliminated something that you hate. And now you're free to go on to the next thing. Strip down can on a deeper level. Maybe you have a relationship that you don't really enjoy. Then why are you going to meet that person for lunch on your Saturday, which requires traveling to the lunch destination, to, uh, using your energy to make conversation that you don't really enjoy, then paying for the lunch, then traveling back from the lunch destination, then emotionally recovering from your unenjoyable experience because it didn't really uplift you and excite you, and then going on to the next activity. Oh, and you just used three hours and you could have done that three hours for everything else in the world. Every time you do something, you're not doing something else. So that's why it's important to eliminate stuff you hate. It's not, it's not only that the actual doing of the activity is unenjoyable, which why would you want to do things that are not enjoyable? It's also the opportunity cost. It's when you are not doing all those other activities. You need to make space in your life in order to do what you love. So strip down as much as possible. You can't do everything at once. And some things are harder than others. But I encourage you to get in this mindset of taking inventory of what your activities are, what your engagements are. How do you spend your time? With whom do you spend your time? And recognize that every time you make a choice, you just didn't make every other choice. So stop doing stuff you hate. Start stripping things away. If you want to fly at that 50,000 foot level, you need to clear the runway. You're not going to make it up there. The debris that's on the runway is stopping you. You're never going to fly. So this, this, this shows up in a numerous different ways. It can, it can be your to-do lists. If you have your, your mind is cluttered with all these things you need to do because you haven't organized and written, written them down, then 
you're not going to have space to dream about where you want your life to be in five years. Because all you can think about is, did I call the dentist? So this is the methodology of getting things done, which I employ. A great book, Getting Things Done, which I'll link to in the show notes. That's one area where this concept shows up, is eliminate all of this debris so that you can really fly. Another area this shows up is the, the realm of possessions. Like if, you, if you have things cluttered all around your apartment that don't have purpose, that are boring, that you don't enjoy, that are physically cluttering and mentally cluttering, it, it's, harder, it's harder to enjoy the space. It's harder to think clearly. That old bicycle with the flat tires is sitting there against the wall and you never use it. And you don't have a plan of what you're going to do with it. Then it wears on your psyche. And it, it not, doesn't just wear on your psyche. <laughs> Again, opportunity cost. When it, when it wears on your psyche, you're also preventing your psyche from taking on valuable space, valuable possessions. So... Bring in, it's preventing you from bringing in meaningful positions. So this is the concept of minimalism. Minimalism is not simply trying to reduce the number of objects you have, but, but rather it's flipping that and saying, can all of my objects have meaning and purpose and bring me joy, bring me fulfillment? But if you're not going to get to the... You're not going to get to that place where all your objects bring you meaning and joy and fulfillment if you are burdened by objects that you don't enjoy. So we have, we have our organizational systems that can bog us down, our mental clutter, physical clutter, objects that get in the way. And the same goes for activities. Same goes for relationships. Anyone who's in your life that brings you down is not just bringing you down. He or she is preventing you from flying. You want to surround yourself with people who uplift you, right? You want to surround yourself with people who inspire you, excite you, who are excited about who you are, who love you for who you are. If you're, if you're committed to some irrational philosophical thinking that you need to, you're obliged to spend time with someone else for various reasons of just because you grew up with them or just because they're related to you. If you're, if you're tied to that, but you don't actually gain joy from, from the relationship, you don't actually gain benefit from the relationship, then they're bringing you down and they're preventing you from flying, from being brought up by people who really, who really inspire you. Go where you're celebrated, not where, where you're just tolerated. So all of this ties together. All of this ties together. Eliminate, 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 strip down the areas of your life that are not bringing you value. And then you can begin 
to consciously and deliberately bring in that which does have value. Once you've made space, physically, mentally, emotionally, then you can say, oh, what do I really want to have? Then you can say, hell yes, I want this person in my life. You can get in touch with your intuition, your gut feelings when you meet a new person. Do I want this person in my life? How can I connect with this person to create a mutual benef mutually beneficial relationship? Or, oh, I really want this new object to bring into my apartment. It really enhances my life. I'm excited about it. Or I really want to go pursue this new hobby in my spare time. Because I really enjoy it. Because I've been able to eliminate. I've eliminated those people who were bringing me down. Now I have time. Now I have time in my schedule. There's only 24 hours in a day. There's only seven days in a week. Every time you, you do something during your day, you just exchanged your, a day of your life. So when you, when you eliminate that, those people, those things that bring you down, then you have the space. Then you have the space. Then you can bring in things, new experiences. And just to clarify, when I say don't do stuff you hate, eliminate what you hate, and it's easy to say, oh, well, I'll just never do the dishes again. Okay, well, that's, that's not the simplest, that's the most, not the most sophisticated response. Obviously, I don't mean everything you're going to do is butterflies and rainbows. It comes down to philosophical thinking and understanding the personal economics. Whenever you make a decision, what are the reasons for that decision? When you do the dishes, do I actually enjoy the physical act of doing the dishes? Not really, but I really enjoy having a clean kitchen. And so I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I, I've decided I've done a cost-benefit analysis that I enjoy the dishes being clean. And so I don't actually hate that thing in the fullest definition of the word hate. I've decided I enjoy this enough. The feeling of the clean kitchen, the clean dishes. Okay. And it, says, it, just, it doesn't mean that you're never going to do things that are challenging or hard. Right? The, most, the most fulfilling things are challenging and hard. <clears throat> if, you, if you're only doing easy things, you're probably not going to gain much satisfaction, meaning, and fulfillment from that. So it's not about doing stuff that you don't, that it's not hard. It's not about eliminating things that are hard. Hard is different than hate. Is really just doing things that in your gut you just despise, absolutely despise doing. You can't stand it. It takes, it takes pure willpower to make yourself do it. And you feel disconnected when you're doing it. And you do just the minimum just to make, make it through. Find out what those things are. And find out how to cut them out of your life. Or just... Just start looking at them differently. You don't have to cut things out of your life. I mean, look, first of all, I'm not here to tell you what you need to do. I'm just I'm trying to prompt your thinking. So oftentimes if you just look at things differently and realize that you have a choice, realize that you're choosing to go to your job that you don't like 
because you prefer to have your own apartment and you ha prefer to have a stocked fridge and you prefer to have a stable income, okay, you prefer that more than what it would take to really cultivate an imaginative job that you love. That takes a lot of different, that takes a lot of hard work to do that. So you're just looking at something and, and avoiding this disempowering phrase of, I have to do this. It's one of, my, one of my pet peeves, really, is people say, I have to do this. It's that and when people say, I don't have time to do this. No, that's disempowering. You have time. It's what are your priorities? You, you don't have to do anything. You're just choosing. Whether you realize it or not, you're choosing in a cost-benefit analysis way. So that's really empowering just to look at those economics, just the personal economics of choices. But when it comes down to it, Realize you always have a choice to eliminate and not do stuff that doesn't bring you joy. And that's going to bring the space to go really do what makes you come alive. Hey everyone, if you're enjoying the show, if you're gaining value from the show, do me a favor and subscribe on iTunes or whichever podcasting platform you use. Subscribe, take a few minutes, a few seconds, just touch the button on the settings of this podcast and subscribe and that's going to A, provide the immediate download on Wednesdays when the show comes out to your phone. B, it's going to get this show out to more people. If you're subscribing, then iTunes promotes the show more based on the number of subscribers. If you have even two minutes after that to rate and review the show, that even helps boost this message even further. So I really appreciate that. Subscribe, rate, review.